Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right, and we're back with another episode of Horror Vision. I'm your host, John. I'm the co-host, Bug. And Bug, what do we have for them here today? We have a little treat that I specially requested. It is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. We are reviewing The Hills Have Eyes, the remake from 2006. Damn your all-time favorites. That's like a big claim. And I will explain the reason to that claim later. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll be holding my breath. <laughs> Don't hold it too long. I gotta uh, think of something to say in the meantime. Well, I mean, I won't. Because uh, I'm not particularly that good at holding And you know that. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see if I can get you to do it. See how bad it gets for you. All right, well, before we hop into mainly here, what uh, my favorite segment. This is my favorite segment, but I always say it. But uh, what, what have you been up to this past week? What's going on in the life? In the life of Bug this past week, I have heard the single greatest pickup line of all time. Is that truth or is that hyperbole? This past week, I had to stop at a gas station to do who knows what. I mean, I think probably get gas, but you could have just said to get gas because no one would have thought otherwise. Because I don't know if you're, you know this book, but typically um, people get gas at gas stations. I went inside for Swedish fish. I went to a gas station because I wanted Swedish fish. <laughs> then why didn't you just Ooh. say that? Why didn't you just say that? Because. <laughs> I don't want people to know what I like and don't like. Well, there's fans out there that will send you Swedish fish, dude. You have free Swedish fish. I like Swedish fish, Oreos, and French vanilla ice cream, please, and thank you. And long walks with naked dudes on the beach. That, don't send me that. Don't. I bet that would be like a logistical, like just a difficulty. That's a big package. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So as I got my sweetest fish and stood in line to check out, the cashier at the gas station was talking to the customer per se in front of me. And why would it uh, be per se? Were they a customer? Or were they not? She she was a customer. She was there buying. I don't know, more Swedish fish. Swedish fish was popular on the menu that night or something. Yeah, now know. now I know you're like these are irrelevant parts to the story. She was she was okay. Hold on. I don't want to be like picking you apart here, Bug, but just just tell us the story. The girl in front of me goes up because it's her turn to check out. The cashier starts talking to her, and he could notice from what she's wearing that she's from California, and he starts saying, 
stuff about, oh, I can tell girls from California are more laid back. Uh, she had like a baggy hoodie on, like baggy pants, didn't really like have any makeup on, didn't care what she looked like. And he decided to say that I don't care what, you know, if you put makeup on, look nice, look pretty. In the morning, we all wake up with morning breath. And that was his pickup line. I don't the know. The pickup line I've ever heard is, we all wake up with morning breath. Yeah, I don't know that if, you know what, try, try it out and let us know if that works. We'll let the fans know if that's uh, something that's going to be successful. Because I have a uh, sinking suspicion that uh, I don't think you're going to get a lot of positive responses. Yeah, I'm not going to use that because it's not an original of mine. So, Oh, yeah, you only use original pickups. I only use original material. You know me. But you haven't had an original thought in your head one day in your life. That's a lot of days. I'll tell you what, man. Just starting this episode off, we're we're just bit we got a lot of hostile hostile energy going on right now, dude. I think it's this movie. This just movie's just so brutal. Like I think that that's one of the things that was different to me about when this movie first came out is just like how brutal it was. Like because we were just coming off like the nine, the late nineties, like early two thousands, like everything was like the high production value, like attractive Hollywood actors, actresses, like very clean horror, like not I don't grimy, but this one is like it's grimy, it's gross, and it's just like unforgiving. Yeah, come to think of it, one of the most popular horror films of the 90s is Scream, and there's a lot of kills in that, but they're built-up kills. It's not just relentless. Well, that's like the the 90s horror was like, it was just, I would call 90s horror movies mostly like Hollywood, best way to describe them. They were clean, real production value-wise, the characters, the content in the like even if it was rated R. Like this felt like I wouldn't say real. Like the, the, the there was some good production value to it, but like just a just like an anger to it that you don't just you don't really up until that point really hadn't seen. Um, the only movie I could really think of similar to that along that lines that came before that was the movie High Tension. Which coincidentally, same director as this movie, your boy, a name you haven't heard in a while, Boog, Alexander Aja. You'd have to flash back to our very first episode, Crawl. That's the dude. Oh. Yeah. Little, hey, little reunion there for you, Boog. Your buddy. Hey. Good to see you. How you been, buddy? <laughs> How you doing? Hey. You want to go grab a beer? He said no. Well, he's like French. French people drink beer? I don't know. We're not cultured. I think they just drink champagne. That's it. Wine and champagne. I was going to say wine. Hey, say la vie. That's French. Uh, croissant. That's French. <laughs> croissant. Oh, dude. I I could go for like a breakfast sandwich. Croissant. It's God, pronounced God croissant. That's true. That's on me. Croissant. 
All right, well, so we want to hop into this here, into the meat and potatoes of the episode, get the ball rolling. Yeah, only if we could put some French fries on it. That's also French. Freedom fries. Show some respect. Whoa. All right, let's get it. Is this this before we get completely off the rails, book? Let's fucking fucking do the thing. Let's do this. Let's do this. Hey, the floor is yours. Tell us what this movie's about, book. So, the family finds themselves completely stranded in the deserts of New Mexico. They stop at a gas station and are told by the owner of the gas station that there's a shortcut to their destination a couple miles up the road down a dirt path. It'll come a couple hours off of their travels. The family decides to take that path. And unfortunately, what ends up happening is they blow out the two front tires of their SUV ultimately crashing into a rock on the side of the dirt road, totaling their SUV. I don't want to cut you off, Book, but it just, in my mind, it just reminded me of two things when you said blow out the tires. One, it reminds me of the time they crashed into that giant rock in the middle. It didn't look cardboard. Fucked up the hand on your car. And two, along the lines of blow out, the time you just blew out the crotch of your pants. First of all, <laughs> me, it didn't look like a cardboard box. It looked like either a dead raccoon or a plastic bag. I'll, g- no, I'll all, give you that. It, it a it, lot it... more damage than my oil pan. I needed a new catalytic converter in my okay, car. Yeah, I mean, that, it fuck your car. It got like wedged yeah. under that. Because it didn't fuck up your front bumper. But I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Your own. Those two things remind me that the time, time you fucked up your car, the time you fucked up. That also did not happen. That was there when I put the pants on that morning, I swear. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> I didn't notice that at the time. Alright, back, back. Get, get back in it here. Getting back to it here. So when the family found themselves stranded, the first thing they turned to was their cell phones, but unfortunately there was no service. So there was no communication with anyone who could possibly come to their aid. So the family decides to split up. A couple of them stay at the camper to hold down the fort, while one goes back to the gas station to see if they can call for aid, and the other goes forward on the road that they were going to see where it leads to see if there's help ahead. This is truly where shit hit the fan. John, I know you know a little bit about that throwing throwing dookie at fans. I've I've never once. You know what? I can't say that I never, because you never know. You never know what the future is going to hold. An but, honest man, right there. Yeah. I like that. You never know. I, I would hope that I never find out. But without getting into it too much, we will later. They're not alone in the desert. Would you say? Would you say that the hills? Have eyes? I would say that's impossible. Hills do not have eyes. Uh, I'm gonna fucking reverse mind blow you on that. What about a person, uh, a family? You would say that their last name is Hill, and they would have eyes. Hills 
have a good get fucked book. He's got wrecked. I don't want to do this no more. Okay, this is a weird, weird episode. Hey, we're doing it. We're going through this. We're powering through. It's almost, it's almost Halloween, man. It's almost October. It is, it is almost You're getting Halloween. fired up. Dude, you have no idea how jacked up I am. Hey, we're getting amped. Good. It's going to be a good one. The fans don't even know what we got. Uh, let me you don't even know. You don't even. We know. don't even know what we have planned for him. No, I know. I know one movie we have planned for him. I'm the brains of this, and I'm the looks. I'll take that. I'm the looks and the brain. No, 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 no. Bunch of bad. Piece of shit. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right, we'll get into pros and cons. You ready? This is your favorite movie. Tell me why, book pros with some cons. I'm a, I'll be honest with you, I'll let you in a little secret here, because the, the fans, they made it to this point of the episode. I like this movie a lot. For me, I'm going to say my first pro, and my biggest pro, was the creature design in this. I don't know if you agree with me or disagree with me, but I think every single one of the mutants in this film, the makeup of them, the, the design, the, the size of them, I thought it was absolutely perfect. It was horrifying, yet like eye opening. Yeah, the uh, I'll, I'll agree with X were good, especially like some of the the creepier mutants. Like the one, the dude in the house. I forget what his name is, but his head was like had such like a with like growth on it that he had to have like an extra headrest. The wheelchair he was in, like that guy was just creepy, creepy. Gross. Um, I do think the, the effects work. Oh, there's two characters that I remember when I, when I first originally watched this film, like mutant one, wise. Mutant wise, one person you just said, the one with the giant head in the wheelchair, yeah. like leaning over, and two, uh, believe it or not, the bald woman who was watching TV. When Doug went to go rescue his baby, I don't know why, but that just kind of stuck in my head because it. She was, she looked innocent, you know. She was combing her hair. She looked normal, and when he was pretty much almost out the door, she just came out of nowhere and just bashed him in the head. I don't know why that stuck with me, her character, but it did. And like I said, the 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 nicest thing about the the creature design in this, I don't know. I didn't see any. There was no CGI. That was all practical effects. Like as and far as like that, on the creatures, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, for that, I gotta I gotta shake their hands because that's that's an A plus job. I don't. I would rather have practical offense effects, not CGI. I mean, I think that's not a controversial take at all. I think people would. Um, I, I think of all of the mutants, my favorite ones probably. I think his name was Pluto, the big guy. He reminded me a lot of like uh, Jason Voor, sloth from the goo type. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I absolutely. liked it. And and that was another one of my pros. I guess it's like a two parter here, but not really a two parter. But I was gonna phrase it like, "What was your favorite kill in the movie?" And then this was my favorite kill. I guess I'll put it is. Pluto, when uh, one of the main 
when he's he's getting free and it looks like Pluto's gonna kill him and he stabs that nail through his foot and then he like beats the shit out of him and then he takes the the uh, axe and then sticks it into his head. That the way that that kill played out was just it, it's filmed like real believable looking and it was just the anger the brutality of it so good my favorite kill has to be the dog that killed like the creeper guy who's like spying on the family because that uh, dog went yeah the one up the in the back yep and i gotta i, I, gotta I also liked i liked when the dog killed the wheelchair guy the, yeah because that guy was like a wow like shit and he's just all of a sudden he's trapped in the house with them and that dog's just like fucked he's what we call the guy in the wheelchair is what we call in the biz a mcasshole real big piece of shit don't be a mcasshole wait i thought in the biz they called those bugs he's a real bug this is why this is why i i don't know what to do do I just like change my name again? Do I just no? Because book's not even your name. You I just know. can't help. You're a book. You are what you are, bud. Sorry, he's I don't not pay. a book. I don't make the rules. That's a McAsshole. Um, what, what, what did you have? You have any other pros? Yeah. Oh, I got a, I got a bunch, bunch of pros, bunch of cons here. Well, let's hear them. Uh, pro another another great Alexander Aja Aja. However you pronounce his directed film, uh, he definitely did a great job making a remake. His uh, definitely follows along the of the original. Hills have eyes, and I know Wes Craven made that original one on a budget, and it was good. But the director of this one, very good job to modern times. So I would definitely say his direct, definitely positive. I, I haven't looked in a while, and I want to know making anything new. Last thing I've I've seen in that movie, pretty much my experience with that director is he makes entertaining horror movies. I don't know if you know this about me, but I like entertaining horror movies. Hold on. Hold on, stop the press. Are you telling me you like entertaining horror movies? I'm not just telling you, man. I'm telling you. I was going to say, where are you going with <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody jot that down. Write it, write that down. Um, I, I did have uh, like a few smaller cons um, going back and revisiting this. There's some of, some of the cinematography kind of feels dated at this point. Um, some of the character decisions are classic like horror movie mistakes, uh, particularly the one like that kind of fur- furthers the plot there, uh, and that's them splitting up. I understand from a story point why they had to do it. Just conceptually to me, I always found that so stupid. Hey, something scary is going on. We're not really sure. Let's split up because... No matter what, in you look at nature, animals, survival, like you always have strength in 
in, in survival situations, first thing you're going to do, we're going to split up. We're going to go investigate that sound like, ah, man. Not, not the right choice. I mean, that's a small con. And they didn't split up when they saw their father getting burnt on a, uh, on a, on a hillside there. They all went together. Yeah, you got all toasted up. The only reason why they left the one girl behind is because they thought she was still sleeping. But, uh, no, to, to build on what you say, and this is kind of a, a big con, but now that I watch this as, you know, older and more common sense, at least I think I have more common sense. Please don't comment on that, John. No, there is no. See, that's the comment I didn't want. I disliked the main hero of this film, Doug, I did not like his character at all. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call him a hero. Protagonist. I think they're really... I would say he's... He, I would consider him a hero because he went to their camp and was able to rescue... Uh, was able to rescue his not only his daughter, but like killed the mutants that he, that he saw, that he know of, to keep his family safe. So I'd call him a hero. But I, I guess. His, I guess. His overall character, I, I did not like. I, I found him like almost annoying. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he wasn't someone that like the as far as the story developing his character, it wasn't someone. No, not at all. And and to be honest, I thought it would have been better if the younger son went and saved, you know, like saved the uh, the, the baby and whatnot. I thought that would have been yeah, more... Yeah, but it, it's more believable that that dude, one that does end up saving the kid, saves the kid then. Because the younger, what's like a young person going to against the hulking? He's a teenager. He's quick. He's small. He's nimble. You have no power. Like, I don't. I, I don't think you remember being a teenager. Have any strength, and he has no fighting. Not that saying that 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 main. He would have a better. I don't know. I mean, that's just splitting hairs at that. He held his ground. I think when it came to his uh, fight scene. Fuck. Kinda. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, what else did I like about this? I'll tell you what I liked. What did you like? The practical effects when it came to the kills. I thought, I thought all the kills were pretty well done, and this is touching touching on what you said earlier. It kind of felt when when the killers did the killing, it was relentless. It was ruthless. There yeah, was no, yeah, there so was they, no like passion for it. It was just like, hey, that's what I got to do. I'm here to do a mission. So You're that, dead. Yeah. So that that's where like I, I know I've said it at this point a hundred times, like at the, the brutality of it, but it almost makes it how brutal and efficient and relentless it is. Those scenes. Because a lot of times in horror movies, some real played out, over dramatic, crazy angle shot for the kills. And don't get me wrong, like this can be 
But this, like, how all of a sudden the kills were, how, how, not lighting up, like, it felt like a, people were vicious. And, like, I, I like it, and the effects were great on them. Um, I was just thinking of another one I like. This is one of the few that actually had some CG in it, if, if I'm thinking about it now. But I did like how the setup, how they set the trap for the, for the, one of the mutants that when he went into the trailer, it struck those matches and the air propane or the uh, air or the uh, gas tanks on the side were already, uh, had all the fumes and everything in there. So when he did it, it sparked the matches they had set up and they blew up the whole little trailer. Like, I like that. But that now that I do think about it. Yeah, but not it is, but not enough. That's what I'm saying. Like they they use the CGI correct way, apparently. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I would agree with that. Explosions are expected. That's just science. Yeah, there's there's no way of getting around that. That's that's just cold hard dollar bills. How are you gonna get dollar, those dollar dollar bill? Some say they're called grouples. What else you got? What else you got? Your book. Uh, I do have a question for you. Yeah, I got answers. Maybe. Maybe. The gas station caretaker, we'll call him. Um, did you like how he died? Uh, Suicide, shotgun to the face. Yeah, I didn't really. Um, it kind of feels. don't get the, like the, the cathartic like relief of if one of those are the main characters took the revenge him. uh but i'm glad to see that he did you know i mean even though he did it himself but like he deserved it. uh the effect on that was shotgun blast yeah i but, but i i would i would because i could see you're like that agree you that like it, it you kind of feel a little cheated, but at least the fact was. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with you. I was kind of upset that the father who was there at the time of his death wasn't the one who was able to take that sweet sweet justice, the revenge against him. But at the same time, the effect I thought went with him like shooting himself in the head with a shotgun. I thought it was. Perfect. I mean, yeah. Oh, that, that's that's something like off. yeah. That's going back to like what you said before, effects and the kills. Like the way it was edited, and even I mean they do show, but like the way that they made in the props and webs and everything. Shout out who um you know who did the special effects on this. Uh, I do not. I do know, so this was actually, like, fairly interesting. Uh, and I do know that, like, this is, like, fairly interesting. One of the cast members, the guy that played Sist, is Greg Nicotero, the famous makeup effects director involved in Walking Dead. But he really got his big, like, special effects break. Tom Savini doing the special effects for George Romero's Day of the Dead, but 
these become like special effects led. I wonder, I wonder, like, I have to double check. I want to see who did this. Yeah, that I'm not sure of whoever it was. Did a good I'd job. Shake their hand. I'd shake their hand. But would they want to shake your hand? I wash my hands enough for people to want to shake my hand. Hey, you know who the the guy in the wheelchair, you want to know what his name was? What was his name? Uh, Big Brain. That's a good one. I mean, that would make sense. That uh, That's just a little interesting fact. I also have another question for you since you've seen a lot more horror films than I have. Mm -hmm. That is true. That's a true statement, but is there any other horror films with a notable bird kill that you can think of? So if you remember when they were in the camper there, one of the mutants took a bird out of its cage, bit off its head, and drank its blood. Oh yeah, that little there, yeah, that little. Um, so you're saying like someone kills a bird in the movie, or like a bird kills? Either one, because I'm curious. I, I'll have to think about this. There's definitely been. Uh, the only I know, thing I, I think I, of. So, like off the top of my head, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but um, Nightburn Elm Street. Freddy's Revenge. There's a scene early on in that movie where he wakes up from a dream or something, and the pet bird is like freaking out, gets out of its cage, and it just explodes, like just randomly explodes, and it's like a goop scene. But that's like if I have to think about one off my head, that's the only time I've seen a bird die in a horror. Definitely not as uh vicious as the the mutant just The, the the only thing that came to my mind, and it wasn't even in a film, at least I don't think it was, is just Edgar Allan Poe when it came to Ravens. But for some reason, that's the first thing that came to my mind was like, that's the mark of death, you know, seeing a raven. I, I, I don't know. That's just, just how it worked out in my head. But yeah, I was just curious to see. Is what, in these horror films, we've seen a lot of Animal deaths. And, yeah, the, that's uh, one, one of the dogs. One, yeah, one of the hate, dogs. You hate, you hate to see it. Oh, absolutely. But a bird one to me, I thought was pretty unique. So that's why I was just. Yeah, you, you don't see it often, but but there has been a few other times. It is weird to thinking of that. I'm having the fucking hardest time looking up who did the special effects. Whoever it was, shout out to them. I don't know who you. All right, how about you? Do you have any other uh, pros or cons here? Any questions for me? Uh, I got a lot of questions for you, Bug, but none of them pertaining to that. Uh, just general statement. As far as, and, and I have a theory on this, why this is one of your all-time favorites. That you said it at the beginning. Favorites. My theory is, um, and I can relate to this on a, a, a few different movies past there. Uh, 
but I think the reason why this is one of my all-time favorites is you saw this at like a formative time of your, your life as far as like just getting into horror movies, earliest horror movies that you'd seen, and especially the intensity of opinion. I'm not saying it's not a good reference. I enjoy the movie, but definitely not on my time list. But I, that's where I think you're coming from, it being on your own time list. So my question for you is, what sets this apart from other horror? You, sir, are correct. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Hey, they should be calling me Big Brain. <laughs> no. My head's heavy as fuck. Remember, I'm Wheels. You're the leg man. Dude. That's a, that's a conversation for another time. Another time is never, because I'm wheels. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> I'm wheels. No, so you you are correct, though. So this is one of the very movies that I remember ever watching. And I remember uh, my parents had fallen asleep on the on the couch, and they were watching some random show. I remember flipping through the TV and seeing this movie and it came on and it creeped me out. Unfortunately, I was unable to finish it at the time. And I remember, I forget what channel was going to like channel 70 or 77 or something. And looking at the listings, if you remember how the TV guide used to be, and it used to show like, like the channel hey, this, or like this channel, it's going to be this time at this yeah. channel. It's going to be this time. I remember the next day, Turning on the TV, going that, and seeing if that channel was going to be showing it again, and it was. Unfortunately, my parents went to bed early that night, and they put me to bed early because I was still a youngling. I was a little rascal at the time. But I actually snuck downstairs, and I watched this movie all by myself. This is one of the very first horror movies that I watched in its entirety. Oh, and, dude, you definitely rabbit night after that. Oh, I did. This movie creeped me out between the mutants, between like the distress of the family, between like seeing the dog get killed and like looking over at my dog and like, you wouldn't do that, would you? You wouldn't abandon me. You know, like it, this, this movie truly gave me nightmares as a, as a child. So you're uh, to reiterate again, you're correct. This is. Yeah. There's, there's like a nostalgia and, and you'd seen other horror books. That's you. Every I feel like everyone remembers that first horror movie that has a huge impact on. Um, like for me, and I know some people don't claim it's a horror movie, but like if if someone wanted to, to debate me about it, I would debate them till I'm blue. Absolutely insane. But the one for me in my formative time, I was a young kid, and that had a lasting impact, like, till this day, is jaw. Can't... Hocus Pocus. Yeah, Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. No, Jaws. No, no, Jaws, Jaws yeah. Like, yeah, if you think, like, there's scenes in that movie where you're standing out in the ocean, can't help but that shark just being, like, inches away from you. Like, that's... For a lot of people, I had that experience, but, like, the first time I saw that movie, I was, like, four years old. And like that stuck with me. Stuck with me. I, I I had a feeling, just based upon like 
when this movie came out, your age, that's one of the reasons like it's on your list because it did hit you at a time. And uh, also, uh, in other news, I was able to find it looking up. It was uh, Greg Nicotero and, and KNB Effects, famous studio that he started. Did the special effects for the Hills Have Eyes, so it makes sense why no quality. Uh, good old Pittsburgh guy, gotta love it. But all right, let's uh, let's try to wrap this up here. You have any final statements before we get into ratings and recommendations? Uh, nah, nah, dog. I have one. I'm gonna ask. The dog died. That's a minus one. I mean, yeah, we talked about it. It's, it's always sad. It's always way more sad than any human died. Yep. Absolutely. R.I.P. Beauty. That was the dog's name in the movie. Beauty. Wow. Alright, well, I'll, uh, I'll go first with the uh, rating recommendation. Uh, for my rating... Mm -hmm. I would give this a 8.1. Uh, I think it's a very well-made film. Um, like I said before, one of the few horror remakes that outdoes the original. Uh, I had some concerns on whether it would hold up uh, after all of this time, about 15 years, since the last time I'd seen the movie. It it still holds up. Um, the directing, good. The special effects are still still good. As far as recommending it to anyone, most most horror fans, I would recommend it to. Um, fans of gory films, realistically brutal film, cannibal subgenre. I don't really, not so much cannibal, but the cannibal meat. Sub John definitely rally types of films that um I, I there really isn't too many people I wouldn't do I guess if if I was to say anyone to steer clear of it if if you're more into more of those clean thirteen uh teeny or movies like that this would not be for Type of movie that's after you watch it, you're definitely gonna take a shower and just like try to get this out of the back of your mind for a while. But uh, yeah, that's my eight eight point one day book quality film. Definitely watch Pretty it. Pretty good score. Pretty good score. Yeah. Before I get into my ratings and recommendations, I just want to say one thing that we didn't really touch upon. The reason why these mutants were mutants was because. The government was dropping atomic bombs in New Mexico, and they denied that there was any side effects to the radio radiation of this area, and that's how the mutants became mutants, because the radiation from the atomic bombs that the government was testing at the time were prior to these times, I guess you can say. Um, I just feel like I, we needed to say that, because that's kind of a big plot in this movie because it has to do a lot with the location of where they're at 
so it's actually crazy if you think about it. Like when they used to test the bombs out in the desert, not far. Like there used to be, you can go to viewing parties in Las Vegas. The atomic bomb explosion from a safe distance. Obviously, times have changed, and we have further research into the effects of on the human body. But it's just crazy. Like that would be something to see. Like obviously, you wouldn't want it to happen to you or up close and get a safe distance. The magnitude and like the power of has to be crazy. Yeah, I mean, it has to be like it has to shake your soul. <laughs> Essentially, is how I, I look at it. I don't have a you soul know? book. <laughs> It has to shake my soul then. How's that? Better? Better. I, so I, I dated someone whose grandmother was Japanese and actually felt the effects of one of the atomic bombs being dropped in Japan. And it's something that she described as something that will live with her forever. Not because she saw it, but because she was miles away and was still able to see it, see it, and was still able to feel like an earthquake effect from it. I mean, it was truly horrifying. And to think that we used to have like viewing parties in Las Vegas of these atomic bombs is just astonishing. I mean, how the times have truly changed. It, it, it's it's crazy to think about. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm just. I just didn't know where you're going with that. So, what's your, what's your score for this movie? Okay. I just want to double check. My ratings and recommendations. My rating, I'm going to go a little bit higher than you. Um, I'm going to go with a 8.2 out of 10 on this. This movie is very, very, very entertaining for me. Not just because, yes, it is nostalgic for me, but because the gruesome kills, the feeling of truly being alone, and the horrifying aspect that it that it gives you. I mean, when I first saw this, even when I saw this just the other day, watching it for this podcast, I was truly like horrified. I I was scared, you know. I I my heart started racing. I started sweating a little bit, and I'm in. I'm nowhere close to New Mexico. I'm nowhere in danger. This was what almost 15 years ago. This movie came out, and it and it still got the blood flowing. You know, for my recommendations, it's kind of tough because when I really think about this, this movie is actually not something that you'd think I would enjoy because it is more of a, a gruesome horror film. And like I've said in the past, I'm more of a paranormal. Horror, horror movie fan. So, for recommendations, I would I would say if you're a fan of slashers, that's the only way I could really think of this. Is I mean, there's some gruesome, gruesome kills in it, and there's some great effects done to those kills. So, it, it's not a movie to take lightly. It's truly going to shake you a little bit, and if you want to get, if you want a good horror film, I, I recommend this one. All right, so eight point one, and what what did you give it again, book? Eight point two. Eight point one, eight point two. Uh, it's definitely very high score. Uh, so 
you know what's good for you, you check it out if you haven't already. But other than that, I think, uh, I think, it, I mean, it speaks for itself. It's, it's a movie that's standing the test of time. Um, one of the few remakes you're ever really see that able to stand out on its own with your time. So Terminator in, in that, Two, that's another sequel. Yeah, I didn't say a sequel. I said a remake. You fucking idiot. Oh. What would this movie be a sequel of? I don't know. Get, get your shit together. I'm just excited for the next part. <laughs> Alright, well, got your recommendations. Highly entertaining movie. Definitely check it out. Now, Book's new favorite part. I got my favorite part of the episodes. Book got his. It's put it on the box. Back that box up. Oh, that's what it was. Back the box up. Back that box up. Back that box up. So, uh, for those who are new to this of the episode, which is pretty much even us, because we just started at the end of the last one. Uh, basically, Boog, uh, while watching the movies, comes up with taglines that he thinks should either be on the front as maybe like a tagline for the movie, or like a little excerpt or blurb on the back of the movie um as if you were looking at a classic like VHS box so without uh, further ado i think uh, bug has a list of them here for us i wrote down 5 for this one last one i had 4 so i consider it an improvement regardless of quality of these so i'm going to start you off here I'm going to start off nice and easy. First one I wrote down as a tagline. If Sloth from the Goonies was a bad guy. That's a that's a fair one. I don't think they would put that on the box, but there is a lot of uh, Sloth-type Goonies in this movie. The third or no, excuse me, excuse me. Second one, I skipped one. The second one. I wrote down, sand, sun, and a giant rock. Sounds like a great start to any vacation. Say that again. Sand, sun, and a giant rock. Sounds like a great start to any vacation. That's that's a weak one. I'm going to boo you on that one. I don't care. The third one I have. One family, one vacation. What's the only thing worse than a week with your in-laws? Having to deal with the rival family's inbred in-laws. That's that's a pretty long one, I think. If that's going to even be on it, it would have to be on the back of it. you think that was long, get ready for the next two. You were definitely, definitely getting sued. For what? I don't know. We'll figure that part out. Take, we'll sue Jesus, you better have a good one for your book. You make me cut out this little section for you on the... 
on the the podcast episode. This is your time to shine, and you're just giving me straight turds. Sorry to waste your time. You know, it's not my time. Apologize to the fans. Sorry to waste your time. Fourth one I have here written down. You've heard of the creature from the deep and the creature from Boggy Creek. But have you heard of their government doing something secret behind your back that creates super mutants? Yeah, me neither. Oh. That was a weak one. We got yeah. one more here. All right, all, right, all right, you're gonna have to try to. You're gonna have to throw a knockout punch here because if this was a boxing match, you're losing. I don't think this is a knockout. We'll do it. Uh, we'll, hey, we'll we're gonna go with. Glad to give us that. Uh, instill us with the confidence. <clears throat> Stranger danger is real. Don't trust the ice cream man when he says he has candy, and don't trust a crazy old guy you just met who tells you of a shortcut. Trust what you know. The direction you're going, and ice cream. That was that was a lot. I mean, I think if I had just come up with one off the top of my head, uh, what I would go with is: if you're gonna th- travel through the desert, don't. That's it. That's it. Don't. Like a half hour to write all those, and somehow yours is still better than mine. Yeah, because you try too hard. You gotta let it be, man. All right. Well, so we're gonna wrap this up here. If you are listening to the podcast on your favorite streaming service, good on your life. If not, we are on most major. Uh, actually, I think at this point, all major. Um, podcast providers got your Spotify, Apple, Amazon, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. Just uh, check it out. You know, uh, if you're trying to reach out to us, or is Hunter's Horror Vision at gmail.com. Uh, if you want us to check anything out, have any comments, questions, concerns, just want to talk to Boog shoot us an email there uh, as well as you can reach us at our twitter shoot us a dm that one's just at horror vision um we have a youtube page as well we post some stuff up sometimes there that's at or that's hunter's horror vision uh, give us a like subscribe whatever you do on that i don't know uh, other than that i don't got much else what about you Boog? Tell you what, it's been a long day, and I have ice cream in the freezer right oh, now. Oh, what kind of ice cream? It is French vanilla, but I'm gonna do something special. French vanilla, with it. Rocky Road. Oop, there it is. I'm gonna put a scoop of peanut butter in it. Have you ever tried that? No. French vanilla ice cream with a scoop of peanut butter. No, because if I really just wanted peanut butter ice cream, I would get something like I would get like moose uh, trap. Yeah, Moose Tracks is the one with peanut butter cups in it, right? Yeah. Dude, fuck. No. Moose Tracks is goddamn good ice cream. Break that down. It, it is great ice cream, but don't get me wrong. There's something different when you put your own peanut butter in it. It just makes it that much better. You gotta If you haven't tried it, you got to try it. 
so I'm not like the biggest fan of just like regular ice cream. Like I'm more of a soft serve. I like the soft serve. If I'm being real particular, the soft serve dipped in like the strawberry dip or cherry dip, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Like the hard shell dip. I know what you're talking about, but my soft serve, I go classic. I only get sprinkles, rainbow sprinkles with it. Teach, teach, teach. But yeah, that's, I don't got nothing else to add. I, I'm, I'm, my mouth is watering. That's, that's, ice cream. that's where your mind's been <laughs> on the ice cream sitting in your fridge. Freezer. Oh. Scoop. There it is. All right. Well, we're wrapping it up here. Uh, we got a couple options for our next one. I'm going to take a look and uh, see what we got going. Um, but other, yeah, we'll, we'll keep flowing. I mean, we're getting ready for a big October book, and I'm telling you, big. I think the fans will be very happy. Will this be the month that we start recording in person? Stay Together? tuned. Stay tuned. This might be. Might be book big things happening, uh. But uh, other than that, uh, I think we'll catch you uh, next episode. Have a good afternoon. What if they're listening to it at nighttime, book? Have a good night. All right, let me do this. Good afternoon. Good morning and good night. Go. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. How did you even fuck up the one part? Because. Because I did. We're ending it. It's over. Christmas is canceled. There's no there's no turning back now.